We want to do it on Daf Yomi. Shiur today, Shiur is Daf Yud Gimel. We will begin at the Mishnah on Yud Gimel Amud Aleph at the top of the page. Today's Daf is available. Mr. Victor Savag is anxiously awaiting your call for anyone who'd like the Zahud of sponsoring today's Daf. You with me, everyone? The Mish- uh, Victor, are you in Shul by any chance today? Okay, says the Mishnah. He omeret mukat etz ani, v'hu omer lo ki elad rusat ish. Now there's a, a court case between the husband and the wife. The wife, the wife is claiming that yes, it's true that she had no betulim, but it wasn't through a man; it was through an object. Uh, she went horseback riding. Something happened. Something hit her. A piece of wood, and that's why she has no betulim. And he says, perhaps not. Perhaps that you were, uh, you, you, uh, you, so someone had relations with you. So the machlok, what to do here? She's believed. She knows better than anyone. She's buried about herself. He's Shema. She's believed. We don't live from her mouth. And we don't have to rely on her words. And therefore, each she is assumed to be a that she slept with a man unless she brings a proof to her words. Now, let's see. Says the Gemara, What are they claiming? Which means, yes, we know. We know what she's saying, what he's saying. She's saying she's Mukat Etz, and he's saying that she slept with somebody. But what are they claiming? How much money do they want in the Ketubah? When she said that she was Mukat Etz, is she asking for 200? Or she's asking for 100? And when he says, no, you slept with someone, is he trying to deny her anything? Or is he giving her 100? So says the Gemara, Yochanan says, the machloket is, is, is it 200 or 100? Okay? So, according to Rabbi Yochan, he's claiming that the girl will, even if she was supposed to be a bitula, and she ended up really be, having slept with somebody, Rabbi Yochan claims that she'll get 100 anyway. Even according to his words. Only she's claiming that she was not a bit, bit not a not a bit at all, so she got two hundred. That's according to Biochan. Rabbi Lazar Omer, Rabbi Lazar disagrees, and he says, "Mana She's trying to get a hundred as a mukat etz, and he's trying to give her a zero as a biula. Okay, is that machloka clear, Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Lazar? Right. Okay. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Bimatayim Mana. Rabbi Yochanan says it's two hundred, one hundred. Savala. That means he he holds that our Mishnah holds could be meir. The town of our Mishnah holds like a mayor. In the Mishnah before, the Amar Beni Kilbar Ben Loikar Matayim, who says that a mukat etz should get on two hundred, whether the husband knew about it or not beforehand, it's two hundred. Rabbi Azad Omer, the Menavalokum, Rabbi Azad disagrees, he says it's 100 or, or 0. Sabal heals like Ramadan, the Amli, who say in the Mishnah before, Beni Kirba, Ben Loikarba, Maneh, the maximum you can get is 100, 
for a mukat etz. And therefore, she, according to that, she's, that's why he says that she's claiming 100. Again, to review, Rabbi Yochanan is claiming that in the, what a mukat etz could get is 200, and therefore, she's claiming 200, and he's saying 100. Rabbi Al-Azad is saying that a mukat etz gets 100 either way, and therefore, she's claiming to be a mukat etz, even though he didn't know, and she gets 100, and he's saying that she was Rusat Ish, and she gets zero. I understand why Bilaza doesn't go like Rabbi Yochanan because he pre- prefers to assume we go like Rabbanan. Right? Now, why? Because in the mission before, it was Machukur, Mayor, and Rabbanan. And we generally assume that we don't go with the single opinion, we're going to go with the majority opinion. And the fact that we mentioned Rabbanan means that we have at least the majority opinion. So that's why Rabbi Lazar says that we're talking about 200-100. Right? No, I'm sorry, that's why he says talking about 100-0. Because we're going like Rabbanan, who say that a Mukadet gets 100. El Rabbi Yochanan, my Rabbi Lazar, why does Rabbi Yochanan say it's 200-100? He's going like a mayor who's a single opinion. Says the Gemara, Kasavar. You know why he, he does that? Kasavar He holds that if he married her, assuming she was unmarried, she had never slept with somebody, and in Sabula we found that she did. He holds that a girl like that gets a hundred anyway. Now, if that's true, that that assume. So basically, what happens is Rabbi Yochanan holds that. Even according to his claim that she's drusat ish, she slept with somebody, she's entitled to 100. So if he holds that she's entitled to 100, then anyway. So then what are they arguing about? If, if you're going to go like Rabbanan, then Mukat it also gets 100. So she's saying 100, he's saying 100. Why would they be arguing? Right? So the only way he can make it work is to go like a mayor who says that Mukat Etz gets 200. And then they could have an argument. Because he, Rabbi Yochanan holds, Rabbi Yochanan holds that automatically a girl who is a bi'ula, who has slept with someone before the marriage, is still entitled to 100. And therefore, once she's entitled to 100, Mukat Et can also be 100 because then there'll be no machloket. So it has to be, that's why he holds like a, a mayor. Right? So let's read inside. So, who kamamana? What's the, the, the claims? And that's why he goes like Rameer. Is that clear, Shimshin? That sounds like a weak one. Not so clear? Shimshin? Is that clear? Yeah, it is clear, yes. Wonderful. Says the Gemara, I understand according to the Biel Azad, who says the mission is talking about a machloket of 100 to 0. That's why we mentioned two different cases about the machloket of Bangal Yeshua in Bari Vashema. Right? If you look at the cases, our mission is talk, our mission has the same machloket of Bangal and Biel Azad and Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua says in the last, the last Mishnah was, uh, if the guy claims 
that she, she says that I got raped after you, you got engaged to me, and he says it was before. Same machloket. It's Bari Vashema. Rabbi say that she's believed, and Rabbi says that we don't believe her. And we have the same machloket Bari Vashema over here also, in our case, where she says she was Mukat Etz. Again, these are things, whether she says I, I was hit with a piece of wood, or whether she's claiming she was uh, forced into relations uh, while they were engaged, those are things that she has knowledge about and he doesn't have knowledge about. It's really the same law of Bari Vashema. So the unspoken question is, why would we need two Mishnayot to say the exact same rule? That when, when she's sure and he's claiming maybe it's, perhaps it's not true, that we follow her according to Be'azir and Be'gamel, and we don't follow her according to Be'shua. It's the same Machloket. What's the point of saying it twice? That's the unspoken question. You with me? So the Gemara says, according to Be'azad, who says it's a hundred and zero, that's why we mentioned two different cases. Chada, the first Mishnah, our Mishnah of the Mukat Etz, is needed lafukim in Rami Machama. It's coming to exclude Rami Machama to tell you. Because Rami Machama is the one who says that she gets nothing. And therefore, over here, we want to show you that a Mukat Etz gets something. Right? Vechada, and the first Mishnah, lafukim Meruchia Barabin Amar Abshashet, who said before that a person who marries a woman, assuming she's a bitula and she finds me bitula, she gets a hundred. And the Mishnah, which says that it's a mekach ta'ut, sounds like she gets nothing. And therefore, they're coming to exclude that. It makes sense when, why we need both cases. El Rabbi according to Rabbi who says it's 200-100, Tarti Lamali, what do I need both cases? They're both the same thing. They're both the case of Baruch Hashem. And don't answer that we're talking about the, the, the first Mishnah is coming to teach you that she gets nothing at all. Because you're going to hold that you get 100. It can't be coming to teach that. She has to get something. So Mars answers not like this. Chada lo diecha kocha de Rabban Gamliel. Vechada lo diecha kocha de Yeshua. Which means like this. The Gemara needs to teach you how strict the strict rabbi is and how lenient the lenient rabbi is. And therefore, we, you know, yes, both cases are cases of Bari Yibashema, where one guy's certain and the other guy's not sure. But in order to show you how strict the strict Rabbi Yibashua is and how lenient the Rabbi Gamaliel is, we need both cases. Kamaita, the first one, which is the case where she claims she was forced into relations, right? To, to show how strong Rabbi is that she's not believed, right? Because over there, she has a migu. She could have claimed she was a mukat etz, right? She could have claimed that she, she, she didn't have to admit that she was raped and become a to a kohen. She could have claimed that she was mukat etz and she's still mutar to a kohen. The fact that she went so far to admit it means she has a migu. And still, Rabbi Yeshua, the strict rabbi, says that you're not believed. And that's why we need the first case to show you how strict the Bishur is. And Batraita, the second Mishnah, it's coming to teach you the strength of Rabban Gamliel. That even though there's no Migu, believed. 
Mehem that she's believed. Because in our case, there is no Migu. She's claiming she's Mukatetz. So she has no Migu. That's the best thing she could say. She said the best claim she could say, and she, still she's believed even without a Migu. And therefore, we need both of them. Is that clear, guys? What's that? Correct. We want to show, we need both Mishnah to show you that the believing rabbi believes you even without a Migu, and the non-believing rabbi doesn't believe you even with a Migu. So we need both cases. Is that clear? Okay. New Mishnah. The Mishnah says, If they see her talking to somebody, talking to a man, they see this girl, and she's talking to a man. Okay. And we tell her, What kind of guy was this guy you were talking to? Is he a regular Jew? Or maybe he's a pasul, like a mamzer or something like that. So she says, Ish He's so-and-so, this his name is uh, Jack so-and-so, Jack Cohen, and he's a Cohen. Okay? That's what she claims, but we don't know. We believe her, and therefore if she later wants to marry a different Cohen, we say, oh, yes, she sinned with somebody, but it was, a, it was not a mamzer, and therefore she's mutar to a Cohen. We trust her. He says, we don't rely on her words. We assume that she had relations with a mamzer or natin until she brings a proof that she slept with a guy who was good. Similar machloket to previously. Hi- well, the Gemara is gonna, the, when we said the word talking, it can't be just talking, obviously, because it was just talking. We don't assume she sinned with him. The, the, the word talking is is like a hint to something much more than talking, which the Gemara will bring a machloket exactly what the word talking means. Okay. Now, haitam meuberet, if she was pregnant, now. Pregnant is a level above talking, right? In pregnancy, we know she did something wrong, okay? She's pregnant. She's single and pregnant. And she says, We ask you, say, who's the dad of this baby that you're, you're carrying in your stomach? And she says, It's so-and-so, and he was a Kohen, meaning he's not a Mamzer or anything like that. Again, the same achloket. They say she's believed. We don't live by her words, and she's assumed to have slept with a Natino Mamzer until she brings a proof to her words. Okay. Now the Gemara is going to bring that big machloket that I told you about. Pay close attention to this, okay? You with me, uh, Victor? Okay, listen closely. So that we said in the Mishnah, Midaber, she was talking to a guy in the shuk. What does that mean she was talking to him? My Midaberit. Now it definitely doesn't mean talking, but look at what it means. Ziiri Amar, Ziiri says, this tera, it means she was alone with him. Since she was alone with him, she went into a locked room with him. We assume that she sinned, and that's why we're asking her these questions. That's according to Ziiri. Rav Asiyamar Niv'ala. He says, no, we have witnesses that she actually slept with him, much more than just being alone. Which is that she's actually sleeping with him. And since the witnesses saw her actually sleeping with him, they, they, he would say that if they were just alone with him, then we don't, then even Rabbi Yeshua, who's strict in the Mishnah, would not let her 
be asura to kohen because she's just talking. So again, the stricter rabbi here is Rav Asi, because Rav Asi is the one who's saying that. The, sorry, no, the stricter rabbi is Ziiri. Because Ziiri is the one who's saying that even if she's just alone in a room with him, we assume she had relations and she'll be asur to Kohen according to Yeshua because we don't believe her, who, who the guy is. But according to Rav Asi, no. If he's just alone in a room, we don't make her asur. Maybe she, maybe she was playing Monopoly in there. Rather, only if we see her having relations, that's when we start asking her and we don't believe her what she says according to Yeshua, we believe her according to Rav Is that clear? Good. Now the Gemara start asking questions on Rav Asi. Again, Rav Asi is the lenient rabbi, okay? Who says that there's only a problem when she actually, we, we saw her having relations. Says the Gemara, Bishlam al it makes sense according to Ziri, that's why we call it Midaberet. We call it Midaberet because we didn't actually see her have relations. So we say Midaberet talking because going into room is not actually sleeping. It's, uh, it's, it's talking. Right, that's what we call that. But El Ravasi, but according to Ravasi, my midaberet. Why do we say midaberet? Midaberet is a funny word. If if you saw her actually have relations, you don't say midaberet. You say you, you, you're going to say uh, something stricter, right? You say nivala, right? How can you claim that talking is relations? Where it says really lishnema Really, of course, it really does mean. Ravasi will answer you that it really means. Uh, that she had relations with her, right? Kedichtiv, as we see, the Torah very often uh, doesn't want to say the actual word when they had relations, and they they fuzz it up to make it look uh, more kosher. As we see in the pasuk of Mishle, the pasuk talks about a woman who's a woman who's cheating on her husband. It says that's the ken derech isha That's the way of a woman who's cheating. Achla she eats. And she wipes her mouth. And she says, I didn't do anything wrong. Now when it says eats and she wipes her mouth, it doesn't mean she's actually eating a Danish and she's cleaning off the, the blueberry from her mouth. It means she had relations and she's cleaning off the zeta from her, from her bottom. But, but what we're doing is we, we're covering up the words. So the same way we covered up those words in the Pasuk, when we said the word midabedet, we're covering up the fact that she actually had relations. So that was the answer to the question on Rav Asi. We're going to have another question on Rav Asi. I understand according to Ziri, that's why we mention two things. The first case is Midaberet. She's just talking because she's just alone in the room and we don't know she sinned. And then we say Midaberet when she's pregnant. We know she sinned. So we have one case where we don't know she sinned and one case where we know she sinned. And that's why we have both cases. El Ravasi, but according to Ravasi, that the first case is we saw she sinned, and the second that she, the second case is that she's pregnant. In both cases, we know she sinned. Tarti Lamli, according to him, what do you need both cases for? You have the question. Hi, Vicky, with us. Yeah. According, if you hold that midaberet talking means that they were just alone, that that they actually had relations, then it's the same exact case as pregnant. In both cases, you know they had relations. So what's the point of the Mishnah mentioning both cases? If you say it's just alone, I understand. But if you say it's relations, then it's the same thing as Meuberet. Mara says, no. According to Asi, he'll say, no, we need both cases. One case is where she had relations, and we don't know, and she didn't, have, she didn't get pregnant. So the only question is whether she's a Surah Tokohan. 
In the second case where she got pregnant, we want to know whether her daughter, who's born to her, is allowed to marry a Kohen. So one is to allow her, and one is to allow her daughter. So, so says the Gemara, Hanicha, that makes sense. Laman Damar, according to the one who says, who says that according to her Bangamil, who allows it, they allow the daughter as well. But according to the Amora who says that just because she's allowed doesn't mean that the daughter's allowed because there's a rabbi who says that she's allowed because we she had a chazaka that she was kosher and therefore she's fine. But the daughter who never had a chazaka that she was kosher, we never knew what she is. This, this Amora says that she's not, she's still pasul. Even Rabban Gamaliel says the daughter is no good. So if so, how could he? How could Rav Asi explain it according to that rabbi? Because according to him, you can't be talking about the daughter because the daughter is pasul because she has no chazaka. Right? Again, this girl, before she was, whatever, quotes, talking to this guy, before she was doing that, she was assumed to be kosher. She was a regular kosher girl. And you can't take her out of that chazaka without being sure. But the daughter did not have a chazaka. So there's a rabbi who claims that the daughter could be pasul, even though the mother's kosher. If so, why would we need the second case? It's not true. It's talking about the daughter because the daughter is not kosher. Mars says, no. Rav Asi holds like the rabbi who says that, that once the mother's kosher, the daughter's kosher. And that's why he brings, according to him, that's why he brings this thing. So in other words, Ziri might not hold like that, but Rav Asi could hold like that rabbi. Okay, so so far we've been asking questions on Rav Asi, who was the lenient rabbi. Now we're going to start asking questions on the strict rabbi, which was the rabbi who said that even if they were just talking, she could be Asul according to Rabbi Yeshua. And he say the following. Papa tells the the following. According to Zi'iri, who says that talking means that you are alone in the room. And Rabbi Shua claims that you're not believed, which means that as soon as the girl was alone in the room with the guy, we don't believe her, and she's assumed that she's marrying a mamzer, and she can never marry a Kohen again. So again, let's give a case. We have Gertrude, who goes alone in a room with somebody, uh, you know, a... Uh, uh, and we don't know who the guy is. We ask Gertrude who he was, and she claims he's a Kohen. And we, according to Rabbi Yeshua, the Tan and the Mishnah, we assume that no, it wasn't a Kohen. It was a Mamzer. And now Gertrude cannot marry Mr. Towel, the Kohen. If so, didn't Rav say that when a girl goes alone in a room with somebody, we give her Malkut, but we don't make you Asur? Right? So we, I guess we see here that Rav is not going like Rabbi Yeshua. Because Rabbi Yeshua. To the girl or the man? Both. Right? In our case, we won't give the man Malkut because we don't know who he was. If we had him here, we'd know what he was. But this, in our case, we only have the girl here. So we'll give her Malkut, Rav says, but we won't make her Asur. So you see, he's not going to Rabbi Yeshua because Rabbi Yeshua says we don't live by her words. Right, so can't so you're saying telling me that Rav can't go according to Ziri, Rav doesn't go like Rabbi Shua. Mar says no. I feel Timur Rabbi Shua. We can even say that they do go like Rabbi Shua. Mala asubiyuchsin. Since here we're talking about a kohen, yes, we don't make her asur on the world. We're not going to say that she's asur. But when it comes to kohanim, by kohanim we're extra strict, and therefore when a kohen wants to marry, we for that. 
we assume that she's a that the guy she slept with was a mamzer, but not in general. You're right. If she would get pregnant, we wouldn't make her asur, right? And we're not going to make her asur on a, on her husband. But there's a difference between making a girl asur on her husband and making her asur to a kohen afterwards. So the same time she slept with him, if she went into a room with him, sorry, if a girl goes in a room with a strange man, we're not going to make her asur on her husband for being in the room. But what we will do is we'll tell her that she can never marry a kohen afterwards. Why? If I can sleep with my husband, I should be able to, you, that means you believe me, I didn't, do, I didn't have relations. So why can't I marry a kohen after I, after I get divorced from my husband? Answer, yes, we trust you, but for kohanim, we're strict. Okay, now we're going to ask the question on Rav Asi. Rav Asi is the lenient rabbi from a new brighter. Says the Gemara as follows. TV, we ask the question. If we saw her going in with a man to a, 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 a seter, to a room, or to a ruin. So seter is they go into a locked room. Churva means they're going into a abandoned building. Abandoned buildings people used to have relations in because no one was there. Okay, and they, this brighter says they saw her going to one of these places, and they told her, "My what kind of man was this guy you went in with?" And she says, "Kohenhu, he is a kosher man, and it's my cousin, right?" They say that she's believed. Again, the same machloket bari b'shema. Hold on one second, guys. One second, hold on. Okay, you ready, guys? So, we that, this is this new brighter. We're going to ask a question on Rav Asi, who's the lenient rabbi. Bishlam is the iri. I understand according to the iri. That's why you, you brought two cases. Leseter or lechorva. You have a case of going to seter to a, 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 clu, a secluded room or lechorva or to a uh, destroyed room. But according to Asi, who says it means that they had actual relations, what's the point of mentioning two cases? Meaning, when you said only... The reason why you had two cases... Is because uh, when you go to sit there, it means you go to a locked room. And when you went to a churva, it means you for sure had relations. Because a churva is a place where everyone, that's a, if you're going into an abandoned building with a man, we know what you're doing there. You, you know, you're not, you're not an architect, you're obviously having relations. You go into a locked room, you could be playing Monopoly, you could be having a conversation. But if you go into a churva, we know what you're doing. And according to, according to Ziri, who says it means you're alone. So we understand one case is alone and one case is churva. But according to Asi, who says going to a room means you had relations, so what's the point of the two cases? Mario says, You're right. You're right. We said switch it to one, to one case. It means you went into a lone case in a... In a in an abandoned building. So it's really only one case, and therefore it fits well according to Ravasi. That's not so good. It doesn't say that in the Mishnah. It says this or that. It doesn't say this that is that. It doesn't say a secluded room that is an abandoned building. So the Gemara answers, 
You're right. It's really two different cases. One is is an abandoned building in a city, and one is an abandoned building that's uh, out in the in the in the suburbs where no one is. We need both cases. If you would only tell me the case of an abandoned building in the city. That's where I would have said, oh, the reason why she's okay according to Rabbi Gamaliel is because you're in a city. What's, why is a city better than outside? Because most of the people in the city are Jewish people and good people. Therefore, we can assume that she had relations with a Jewish guy because that's the rov. That's the rov of the people in the city. But if you're in an abandoned building, which is out in the, in the suburbs where no one lives, where most of the people there are robbers, people who live outside cities are usually robbers, and they're probably mamzerim. Emma, you would have thunk, maybe your Bangalore will agree to Yeshua, that we don't trust her against the rov. Since there's a rov of people who are no good outside the city, you would think maybe you don't trust her. So that's why I need the, both cases, according to that. If he asked me, if it would only tell me the case of outside the city where there's goyim, I would say, oh, that's where Yeshua says she's no good. But if you were in a city where most of the people are good, I would think, maybe Yeshua agrees that she's kosher. That's why I need both cases. If I didn't have both cases, I would have thunk that each one would agree in the more lenient case or the more strict case. Is that clear? Yeah. Wonderful. Now let's ask the question of Asi, who's the uh, lenient rabbi from a certain brighter in, in, in Ketubot. The Metivi, we have a brighter. Zu edut sheisha kishirala. When Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Gamaliel say that she's believed about the guy, it says that this is a, a testimony that the woman herself is kosher for. Rabbi Shua says she's not believed. Rabbi Shua, who's the strict rabbi in the Mishnah, turns to Rabbi Gamaliel and Rabbi, and Rabbi, and, uh, Rabbi Eliezer, and he says, well, I don't understand. You're claiming that we're going to believe her who she who she went into the room with? Don't you admit to me that if a girl gets captured by pirates and she comes back and says, by the way, the pirates were so nice to me, they never did anything to me, that we don't believe her for a second and she's a sword to marry a Kohen? She could say what she wants, but we know. We, so therefore, the same way you don't believe her over there, and you say she's a sore, you shouldn't believe her over here. She slept with this guy. We should assume that she slept with him. Amrullah, they told him, Aval, yes, we agree that in the pirate case, she's not believed. So they said back, So what's the difference between the pirate case that you agree with me and the case when she went into a room where you don't agree with me? So they answer back, no. Lizu, in the case of the pirate case, yes, Yedim. It's like there's witnesses. Why? Because if we know that the girls with pirates, pirates are not people who are all of a sudden saying, oh, we're going to take her, but we're not going to do anything to her. It's impossible. That means that they slept with her. Vilazu and Yedim. But if a girl goes in a room, she could be just talking to him. Not every time a girl goes in a room with somebody means she's sleeping with him. And therefore, we agree by the pirate case, but we don't agree 
by the by the seclusion place. Amar lahem. So he says back to them. It's still good. Amar lahem. He says back. That makes sense in the case where she's just in a room with him. But when the girl's pregnant, we know she, we have witnesses that she was together with somebody because, after all, she's pregnant. Her stomach is between her teeth, which means that she's pregnant. And if so, you're, you're telling me she's believed. What do you mean? We know that she, she did it. We know she did something. Amrullah. They, so she said, they said that to him, you're right. But when you're together with the Goyim, we know that most pirates are, are do relations, and therefore that's what they did. So he said back to him, He says, there is no such thing as a guardian against sleeping with somebody. Therefore, you can't tell me That there's any way to, to assume that she didn't have relations, and therefore he, he's saying that even the seclusion case should be asur. So the Gemara clarifies. But what are these words talking about? Be'edut isha begufa. When you said that the woman is believed, isha bita shutuki. So the, the Gemara is saying. Everyone agrees that she's a Shituki. Hold on a second. Okay. Everyone agrees that she's a Shituki. Hold on a second. How far am I? I still have a while left. Okay. Give me one second. Hold on. Hold on a second. Okay, we're going to end over here at the words Mamed Rai Marim, but Yedut Isha Begufa. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen Ve'Amen.